listen up! This is serious business! And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're goddamn right this is yeah. serious. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes! Fire, fire, fire. It's your man, Kevin Gordon Thomas. You already know what it is. Clutch time. And it's the Heartless Starless. Yes, and this is Serious Business, the Not So Serious Podcast, episode 32. Fair warning, this is going to be a really deep dive, uh, a, a real deep um, delving episode. Get ready. We're, we're going to go through a lot of topics today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the come. That's the come. Um, uh, any shout outs? I know you guys are watching um, Adrian do his thing in FIBA. Yes, sir. Shout out to Adrian. He's playing out over in uh, fucking El Salvador for the 2023 uh, qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah, I think Balling they're off out. today. Big they're up yourself in the tomorrow. They're playing El Salvador tomorrow. They already played two so what, games, what team is games. He, what team is he playing against? Jamaica. He's playing for Team Jamaica. Bro, I, you know, my friend, my friend played for um, the International Women's Soccer League in jamaica and i was hoping that she could have brought them to the olympics so i'm hoping man that jamaica can make it for ball i mean jamaica doesn't typically make the fiba they don't make the fiba world champions championship tournament or they don't make uh basketball typically but they they haven't lost the game yet so yeah they, they lost against um nicaragua they lost last game yeah. Oh, uh, for real. Yeah, it's pretty. It was a pretty bad game. Nicaragua. It's Nicaragua. Anyways, all right. Those Nicaragua uh, niggas balling. <laughs> <laughs> um, two things quick before we get into this serious episode. Okay, I was uh, I was talking to someone and they pretty much said, and I agree, that cats are just like women. Do y'all agree? Are just like women, or they like, are women? Are just like women. Cats are not women. Hey, you remember Animorphs back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> Cats don't want you to touch them unless you want, unless they want to be touched. They don't want you to feed them unless they're ready. Bro, no, all these cats, cats don't want to be cats fed unless you eaten. This is what cat my girl told want, me. Cat doesn't want you to be you to touch her. Okay, <laughs> that's, what, that's what you're saying. <laughs> you want me to? Are feed you talking her about cats ready? or are you talking about cat? My I'm girl told to... my cat told me this. She's like, so this this like whole girl. thing's about your girl. Okay, good to know. <laughs> Anything you say unless, is about unless, cat. Unless unless she wants to be fed, I cannot feed her. You feed your girl. What you mean? How do you feed her? Well, I take her out, and, and when it's when it's food time, I can't do nothing else, bro. I can't talk to her. She don't want to do nothing unless when it's food time. She sure. even want to say hi. She she gets cranky when she don't eat. Oh, that's not even the right word, bro. Understatement. <laughs> Understatement, bro. She ready to kill you. And if she wanted to kill me, then if I die, then bury my ass in my regular clothes. Bury your ass in your regular clothes. In regular clothes, bro. Wait, what does she have to say about uh, you calling her a cat? Yeah, <laughs> you're stupid. You guys into some weird role play. <laughs> this, this, this nigga probably has a Batman costume somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're chasing around the bedroom and she's jumping. <laughs> He's like, come here. <laughs> He's like, let's go get some food. And yeah. you already know what women do when, when it's time to eat. What do they say when you ask them when it's time to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? What do they say? I don't know. What do you want? What, what do they say? Exactly. That's that's exactly it. Whatever you want. I don't have time for that, man. You pick. 
When was the last then, time you when picked? You pick, they're like, no. Yeah. It's like, well, then why didn't you just pick in the first place? Right. I wanted to see if we we're on the same wavelength. Okay. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I have not. I have not heard that before. <laughs> You've never heard that. Neither have I. But it sounded funny. <laughs> Let's see if we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> no, no. Um, and also, I was just having some weird thoughts today. I was thinking, yo, when I die, like I was saying, I don't want to be buried in uh, suit clothing, bro. I'm telling you right now. Well, the mic's too far from your mouth, so I can't I, hear. I when when I die, don't bury me in a suit. I'll tell you right now, you don't want to be buried in a suit. You don't want to look fly. I'm gonna look fly, but I'm gonna look fly in some casual kicks. Why? James, so we so we should bury you in like in the Jordan ones, the retro ones. I'm not a Jordan guy. Don't ever bury me in Jordans. That's disrespect. Bury this thing in disrespect Jordan. to Jordans. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Don't bury me in Tim's. Don't bury me in Air Force Ones. Bury me in some like Shacks. Remember the Shack shoes from Walmart? It's not essential. Did you just say you'd rather be buried in shacks than Jordans? Yes. Would you like me to enunciate and repeat? Yeah. Is this because you don't want to disrespect the Jordan brand? No, or is this because Jordan and me never got along? And you, you guys have never seen me wear Jordans before. That's a, that's a lie. One pair. You see me with the gray pair. Alice. That was nope. back in 2012. That's it. That, oh, the ones you gave me? The ones you gave me? Yeah, the gold one? The 60 pluses. Okay, that, those are the only two. And I never bought them. <laughs> That's it. Not, don't bury me no Jordans. Don't, don't bury me some Shaq. So I, I, so bury me some D Wade. Wow. Bury me some Iverson. This is this is utter disrespect. We're gonna have a revolt. Bury me. Don't bury me in H and M. I passed that stage in my life. Actually, <laughs> 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 no, matter of fact, or we talked about this yesterday. Don't even bury me, bro. Just dash me. I, burn me up. Why are we still taking up? Why are we still taking up space? I was always planning to be cremated. I've always said, just cremate me, man. What about you, Clutch? No, eh. no. Don't, don't bury me. Too much space. Too much space? I want to take space in your house. I don't want to take space in the ground. I want you guys <laughs> to take me everywhere. Everybody. Because yeah, don't you have to pay for lots? Don't you have to like, pay rent? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's rent, but like. For, no, you have to buy the lot. Yeah, that spot. Yeah, 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 they couldn't because if you if you don't pay your rent, they're gonna dig you up. No, <laughs> you're evicted. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> oh my god! And and right here, the the Smiths, you can lay into rest right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a brand new vacancy. <laughs> uh, just available under this beautiful willow tree. God That's hilarious. Hey, I'm just saying. I I I, I want to be cremated too. I don't even want to be put on a mantle or anything like that. Just you know. Yeah. I don't even care what you do with me. Well, ash me and dash me. Ash me and dash me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of that. <laughs> ash me and dash me, yo. Ash me. I don't want. I'm serious, man. Why? Like, why? Why do you want to get buried and have all this space? Yeah, people come visit you, but like. Come on, man. And that shit's expensive. Dash me in the ocean or something like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Come on. So that that is a business that will will never go under. Mm-hmm. No pun. <laughs> Intended, actually. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That business will never go under. When? I don't ever see it. When or everybody when go to the future. When it's mass cremations, you mass. die. You when COVID ch- changes everything to mass cremations, you can't even keep the bodies. 
Yeah. Okay. You die. You're on a conveyor belt, and you just go into the calm. You just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Use you as chalk. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> Lord. All right, yo, let's god, no. Oh my gosh. Yeah, hey, that's so fun. <laughs> yo, all right, bring her bring her in, bro. We're gonna move on. Um, right now we're gonna <laughs> yeah, stupid. Um, right now we're gonna bring her in. We have uh we have a special Already? guest. We don't even have the lay of the land yet. What do you mean? We have a special guest and I wanna wanna like bring her in. And then we'll introduce her. We're not just going to jump right into it, but at least we'll bring her in nicely. Um, we're going to bring in Jess. Seen us in the porn ones. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was texting her to be ready, and she texted me something stupid. What's up, <laughs> Jess? How's it going? <laughs> Yo, um, Jess, Wild how you been? On, popcorn. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we hear you. Yes, fine. ma'am. Perfect. How you been? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing the, the whole chess here today. So Nice. Um, I uh, or lack I, thereof. I never, I never thought. Uh, don't shame me. I never thought I'd, I'd have this kind of conversation with Jess before. But I don't even know how to really get into this shit because I'm, I'm totally, I'm, I'm not gonna make fun, but I, I want to understand. Um, but I'm definitely gonna poke jokes because that's. Bro, just, I don't even know what you're talking about. Clutch, I'm gonna let you bring this in, bro. Because, because let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk. <laughs> So, so, so the conversation had come up in, in one of the chats, um, we're talking, uh, uh, BDSM and I have no idea what we're about. So to BDSM is, is actually an abbreviation. Each, each of the letters, when you group them together stands for like something. So the BD stands for bondage and discipline. The DS stands for domination and submission. And then the SM is sad, sadism and masochism. Mm-hmm. Like I said to Jess yesterday, the only thing I ever thought That's dangerous. All I thought, and I think I, I seen this in um uh Grand Theft Auto <clears throat> San Andreas, I just thought it was leather, whips, and stepping on balls or something like that, man. That's <laughs> all I thought it was. Seriously? That's all I ever thought it was, bro. Well that that's a uh, masochism. That's like stages. No, masochism is basically the tendency to derive pleasure especially sexual gratification from one's own pain or humiliation nah, bro, so man, torture me, just educate me torture me and make me happy no don't do that just <laughs> <laughs> made me happy bro just made me the candle wax <laughs> that sounds a little yes, tense ahead. for me <laughs> but um to be honest like i'm not an expert i'm a novice so that's why i thought it's very interesting because like you know me kt quite innocent gal you know (laughs) so this is all new for me however that being said my bdsm is hasn't gone too far but my definition what i realized was there's like um because i know there's definitions online but for me i feel like it depends who's the dom and what they like so i'm a submissive person so in this moment i ain't stepping on no balls i let him decide what he wants to do <laughs> and my heels are they're pretty high so i don't suggest that oh gosh i'd probably do it if you ask because that'd be funny nobody asking that clutch how the hell did you get into this i don't know just through like experiences and like different women and shit seeing what they're into and then i don't know kind of just 
develop my own kind of interest. I'm more interested in the Kimbaku. So basically, Kimbaku is a Japanese bondage with uh, tight ropes, but it's like more artistic because you can actually make like intricate designs with how you're tying the person up and stuff like that. Have you heard of this, Jess? So again, I'm so new. I'll just tell you guys, I'm so new that like the guy I'm seeing right now, he has straps on his bed. So I use that. Very simple, like but four even fives? for me to be what strapped kind of straps? down. Four fives, big. AKs. Sorry? I said, what kind of straps? <laughs> AKs. He made, he made a black reference. It was, it was <laughs> not, not a black reference. That's, that's actually well, I was going to show you them, but they're tied to the bed. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got them. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> but, he has straps but, on his bed for real? <laughs> it's there permanently. But just be said, it's kind of funny how the universe works because I literally just started exploring this. Nothing too much. But for me, even to be strapped down, I'm like, what the fuck? I can't move. Like, But it was fun. So then it was funny because I had a friend without her knowing my journey. She comes over and she drops some stuff off. So I thought, Clutch, this is something you'd be interested in. <laughs> Fetish tape. Oh, yeah. That's that tape. That So that tape, when you wrap it, it doesn't stick to the person's hand. The tape sticks to itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny that I didn't ask for this and the universe just dropped off one day. I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to use it, but I haven't yet. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could teach us some knot technique. <laughs> KT looks... Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell am I listening to? Tape He's that taking don't notes stick. for Cat later. Tape, no, 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 no. We're not even going in that direction. Nah. Yeah, cats <laughs> don't like bondage. I have a cat. That's just, and it doesn't like being tied up, right? I haven't. I don't know yet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I actually do put him on a leash and take him outside, and he doesn't like it. But I'm training him, so. <laughs> But I don't so have my cat. You're saying you have to train cats. That's basically what you're saying. So, yes. so, 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 how we even got into this conversation is like, it, it, can can BDSM be used as therapy in 2021? Um, yes or no, Jess? Honestly, I think it can be. However, I thought about it a bit, and like the only reason why I said that, and I said when I'd come on this podcast, I'd be a little more open about my experiences. In the past, I was in not a why I didn't realize it was abusive relationship. Not, I didn't realize it was. So I didn't realize till I started dating or seeing somebody who treated me good, how I was mistreated. So then I found like in the bedroom, when things like this started happening, it was a sort of therapy for me because it kind of pushed my boundaries and made me okay with certain things. It's hard to explain. But when I thought so, about it, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm listening. So when I thought about it, though, I realized, though, I don't know if BDSM exactly will kill you. Maybe, it depends. But for me, I think it's because I'm with a partner that... I actually have love for trust, companionship, consent. So I think it might even be the companionship part of it as well. So I'm not sure if it'd be safe to say BDSM specifically, but maybe if it's with a trusted partner would be different. I don't know if someone could come in and do some BDSM and you'll be healed. <laughs> no, no, it works like that. But I think maybe over time it could be. Yes. So, so just to go back on what you'd said there. Like how did you not know you were in an abusive relationship until you yes. got out of it? So COVID happened. And right. it was emotionally abusive, but I didn't notice it at first. I do have like some mental health issues. Sometimes if I'm going through a depressive stage, I'm not really aware of certain things. So it's really hard to explain because I'm actually going to therapy, trying to understand it myself right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, I don't know. It's like just certain things like over time, just saying certain things. And I didn't notice he was saying certain things. So like, he'd be like, fuck you. And then I just don't even realize that he's saying fuck you all the time. And that yeah. kind of went from there. And to be honest, it was July. I... I actually, I just had a really scary situation happen to me where somebody like pulled a weapon on me and I told him and yeah. he got mad at me and told me it was my fault and he hit me that night. 
And that was the first time he ever hit me. And I had like a bruise on my arm. And after yeah. that, I tried to leave him for two months, but it was so hard. I can't explain it because you know me, I'm a strong person. It was weird. So it took like two months. And then after that, we didn't see each other. I fucked with him kind of a little bit. And he would do weird things like slam the door on me and be like, oh, it's an accident. Or he'd throw shit at my face or things like that. And eventually, near the end, I realized, I was like, what the fuck? This isn't okay. So yeah. I don't know how it sounds, but it was really confusing. But now I get it. So, <laughs> and then also sexually, he wasn't respectful, but I didn't care because I was like, whatever, as long as I'm getting fucked, <laughs> can go get myself off after, you know? But like, it sounds stupid, I know, but like, that's what it was. So, <laughs> well, I was actually doing some research, and research actually shows that, uh, not, not, so BDSM is not a path, is not pathological, but it can be used in a therapeutic sense for both trauma healing and for uh, same as harm reduction. Yo, Clutch is coming with these big, big boy notes, man. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, because uh, so the one that one case, they used a uh, edge play on this rape victim, basically kind of so edge play is basically creating stimulation until climax, stopping, and then basically starting over again. Mm. So they used the edge play on her to kind of break her um, sexual anxiety for like having sex, because obviously she was raped. So that the whole yeah. Uh, I guess take a note. Scenario edge or... play. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go crazy. seriously. Yeah, I just seen the just play on a pen. That's oh, funny. Gosh. So I guess like, like just say it depends on what it is you're into and how it's being applied. They can't like anything could be therapy more or less. Agreed, and I think this is good for therapy with maybe. Ver like sexual abuse victims or maybe like in terms of that that's when BDSM would be good therapy for that because it's more hands-on uh when I do therapy right now there's something called situational exposure so something triggers you or something gives you anxiety and I didn't know this because all my life I would just like I don't know I would just distract myself I was always like go 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 doing my own thing so I didn't realize that I was actually avoiding certain anxieties so situational exposure could be used in the sense where you slowly put yourself in situations that make you nervous so you can get comfortable with your comfortable feelings. So over time, those anxieties disappear. So mm -hmm. that'd be interesting mm -hmm. to mix the two as well. And that is a therapy wow. term, situational exposure. That's, that's crazy that you would use the same, well, I guess the same sort of force that was used on somebody in a negative way, then be in a positive light. But then where it's weird for me, it's like, aren't there obviously some cases of people where it's like they're dominant in the bedroom and then outside? And like they're using that same type of force both ways. I think that one's for clutch. And you know what? Actually, no, I think the answer with that comes down to the person. There's abusive people and there isn't, right? So right. maybe there is people that can use BDSM to be abusive. Or doing photography recently, I had a photographer who was being rapist, rapey. So like Yeah, oh, you know I mean? to, yeah. So yeah. it's like it doesn't matter. I think yeah. any industry, there's just uh, abusive people, there's certain personalities. So I think that could be applied in any aspect. When, that's why I think it was important when I um, kind of thought about it more that there needs to be consent boundaries. And that's the way it can be therapies when it's with a partner, with love, trust, companionship, in my opinion. Well, that's fair. Cause like, how, like, cause they even say like for uh, the Kambaku before you even start tying up anyone else, practice on yourself. Cause it's all about safety and giving, cause basically someone's giving you that power to do whatever it is you want to them and obviously if you don't tie them tight enough they, you, it could be harmful and then vice versa if you tie them too tight then you're cutting off blood circulation 
to wherever it is that you're uh, constricting. Exactly. And then even with this guy, like I'm not dating him yet. We're just seeing each other, taking things really slow because of my traumas. And that's where it's been a little liberating because of me. I'm like, what? This guy actually exists. <laughs> Especially because like, he's almost like me in that sense, but that's where it's liberating too, because it's like, I'm not rushed to be in a relationship with him. There's that love and respect outside of the bedroom and now inside the bedroom. So I think who you are outside of the bedroom will reflect inside the bedroom. So with my ex, like I didn't realize he was abusive at first. Sure. It was romantic, whatever, but near the end, it was just like, let's just yeah. like, he just wanted to bang. Do you know what I mean? But I think yeah. like, you know what I mean? That reflected who he was truly inside. And maybe I didn't see it right. Cause he was a narcissist in the beginning. He did not show these colors. So I think that goes to show personality wise. I think, I think even like, you know, in older relationships as well like people who stay in the relationship uh who are getting abused or something like that it's it's also like lifestyle like i see it all the time where yeah. it's like people are just so comfortable with yes. the lifestyle they're just kind of allow yes. whatever whatever is kind of going on or more so i see it a lot um um is with the children once there's kids involved it's like you don't want to leave because it's the kids and you don't want to yeah. mess up their life and you know to mess with them um what do you think Arliss? <laughs> so can I, it's just to add to that too, because when I've been doing, yeah. I've done, done so much therapy the last two years, it's been really insane. Something I learned is a lot of it's childhood. So I learned like my parents weren't, I don't want to say they're abusive, but they had abuse tendencies. So that's why I didn't realize growing up, uh, maybe I saw abuse as love. Or was your dad there? Oh, so your dad was there in your life? Well, yeah, but like I was kicked out when I was 14. So since I was 14, I've been really on my own. Um, yeah. You know my yeah. story, but there, there's just a big yeah. story with that. But um oh shoot i'm getting distracted now but i was gonna say something oh crap sorry i'm blanking um well, no because because I, I was going off of the fact where people stay in these oh, relationships yeah. right? so two things one is the kind of childhood trauma two covid just hit i just yeah. signed a lease to go into a house yeah just gave them my first and last so it was like a three period month where i didn't have a home so i i just ha was with him and i had nowhere to go so that's also why i put up with it and you know and then finally i got in my own place june 1st then i was able to get myself back on my feet individualize and then leave him and you know what i mean so i think that has aspects too in it's funny because i was like even covid i posted something on my instagram saying it's funny that people don't talk about how covid affects people's livelihoods or businesses yeah. on the media and then for me covid's really affecting me right now in all aspects that i didn't even think would happen so i think that's something worth uh pointing out as well yeah, you hear so many stories of people just like, you know, um, their lives are, are they're in a massive ebb and flow where it's like, you know, we just go to work, you know, we take the kids to drum lessons or ballet and whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just the ebb and flow. We don't really see you know, anybody. And then now it's like, you know, I have a friend who's a lawyer and she says, yo, Kev, the amount of divorces that I have to, <laughs> to deal with now, where it's like, now we're home and I got to mm -hmm. see ass. And I got to oh. wait. That's how you ask smell at 3 p.m. As they ask me, you know, you know, shower, like all those type of things, you know what I'm saying? So I guess I should be a yeah, lawyer if that's what it works at right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's getting divorced. You start to, you start to see who your people yeah. really are. They're like, oh like, my oh, God, so I never how knew you are. did this. You bastard. Yeah. Well, you bitch. Yeah. And I think, you know what? I think that's why COVID was a blessing as well. I think, um, especially for our age group, like we were born like without too much internet Facebook and then it happened. Yeah. And I think this is a good time for everyone to sit with themselves and see what they need to work on with themselves, with each other, 
you know, as, as unfortunate as which it is, I always like to look at the positive, but I think it's a blessing because I think like, think I talked to a lot of older couples and there's a lot of them who are like 60 now and don't break up because that's all they know. They're so, and think yeah, about yeah. the older couples too. It's like, especially if they're immigrants and they came from Canada, all they know is each other. They built their life around each other. So I think a lot of these people in these abusive relationships are building their lives together, which I agree with, but at the same time you need separate lives so that shit goes sour. You can see clearly. Right. And I think for me, I always kept my life separate, but that's why I couldn't see clearly because my life got meshed, whether I like it or not, got laid off, wasn't working, depressed, didn't have a home for a few months. So, you know what I mean? If that sums it up. Sorry, I keep having brain farts because I have a little bit of a concussion. Don't mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're telling me. You're telling me. Pretty smart for a concussion. <laughs> damn. <laughs> so then, so then that, that brings on, on another topic we were going to go into. It's like, um, what does you know, sex mean right now? And, and going forward in the future, like, because before we were, the guys and I were talking about it yesterday, it's like sex back in the day was like straight up, we are having youths. You know what I mean? Like, we're having kids. That's it. That's the only reason we're going to do this. You know, if you think about like, like, like in the 50s, left. they had nothing else to do. Well, that's what they said. I think that was just an excuse. <laughs> like, I yeah, remember I I heard one person was like, I don't like sex, but she has six kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, but yo, when you look at, okay, when I'm looking at the Caribbean, and it's like my mom is is one of seven daughters and like all these other kids all over the place where it's like or, or maybe third world countries is a bad example. But it's like, you know, when I look at it from from my background and my ethnicity, it's like, yeah, you know, it comes from a long line of they had it was so easy to buy land and you started your life and, you're, you know, you're working every day, nine to five. I right, let's just start having kids because that's just the thing. How do you disagree with that? Arliss? Well, it's true, actually. No, you put it um, I, I, I feel like. um sex has been used for not having kids for centuries before that. Mm. Yeah. But don't you, don't you feel like now, if you look at it back in the day, in terms of how many people are, are having kids nowadays compared to back in the day, what do you mean? Oh yeah. We had, yeah, for sure. Back in the day, they had way more kids. Like my, my mom too has like nine sisters and like four brothers and shit. You know what I mean? What about you? Clutch? Uh, my dad is one of nine. My mom has like seven, I think. Seven brothers and sisters. Yo, we're, yeah, people were rabbits, man. I'm telling you. Maybe yeah. condoms didn't exist as well. <laughs> what? what, what? what is, condoms that's what they said. What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Continue, Alice. You say? But oddly, people actually want to have a bunch of kids. I still want I, four. Say four? You got three, bro. And you're, you're trying to scare me off like I'm like. Like I'm, I'm trying crazy. to scare you off. I'm just saying. People don't know until they know. <laughs> I can't. And when I mean, they know, they wish they didn't know. Yes, I've been saying. Better, I'm you would do better. Right? <laughs> 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 a, little, a little too late for that for some of us. Is uh, oh my gosh, nah. I want four youths, and and now going into like you know a lot of this Tinder and and swiping and shit like that and just you know being being um uh i guess having the option of just looking at somebody for their face first and not getting to know them like sex is now moving into i think like a new stratosphere almost like a new mindset um where it's not about you know multiplying it's about just gratification and the hookup culture maybe straight up yeah yeah. You, know, you know what? I think it's because um, women have changed over the past mm, going on it years. You know, before they were meant to stay home, have children and tend to the home. Right. Yeah. And now as we get more independent women and more career driven women, 
they don't they don't want to have kids they don't want to they're not home to to do that so yeah. everybody has needs too and part part of that is having sex so if they want to have sex without the attachments without having kids they can do that now back in the day divorce was like so rare yeah. right you and it was looked down somebody. it was frowned upon exactly now and back in the day also being single you were looked at as it was Something like a negative, like what kind of a woman are you that you're single? You're not married at yeah, freaking 18, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now home, women home, are just like, old. whatever, I, if I want to be single, I'm going to be single and I'm going to be, I don't know, CEO or whatever. I don't, Jess, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but like at least in the Caribbean um, Caribbean families, it's like, oh, you're you're 22 and you don't have kids yet. And like, you know, yeah. you're 25, like you're not married yet. It's like, bro, you know how hard it is to buy a house? What are you talking about? I agree. You, I, I, you want kids, Jess? Sorry? Do you want kids? You know, it's funny. I do actually. I never did though until the last three years because the ex I was talking about actually had a daughter and we were dating like on and off for like two and a half years probably. And to be honest, being like kind of a stepmom when he had her like made me realize, yeah, I would want my own kids, but I'm not in a rush. So um, maybe give myself five more years, <laughs> but I do <laughs> want them, but not right this second. Mm. because I, I, just I, just of, right now. I just want to do a lot of work on myself my career first to be financially able to have give that kid a life that i wish i had so that's why i would feel self personally but i don't like everyone does there but for me maybe because i have mental health too i just want to make sure i'm good and i'm ready yeah no we're doing, we're doing four i have a cat so i have a baby ready. cat Nobody's ever ready. Oh, I was about to say, I'm like, you got a baby? What? Yeah, fur baby. His name's Jasper. Jess, don't, don't, He's eight don't, months old. Don't, don't, don't do that. Oh, don't, no. do that. don't do that. Don't do that. I just did. Don't be one of them cat moms. What are we doing a cat podcast? I've been begging y'all. <laughs> no, we're not doing no cat mom. We're not <laughs> doing no dog mom. <laughs> I can't stand. I, I, I low key can't stand them kind of. Oh, people. I can it's bring like, them oh. in the picture if you want. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. I'm not a cat. If it was a dog, yes. I, I like actually cats. purposely locked him out of the room just for you. Good. I like kittens, but listen, He's a kitten. I can't stand. Nah, I can't stand. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand dog people. No, I, I dog moms and cat moms. Oh, I'll wait till I send you all the photos after this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not gonna happen. No, <laughs> man. Um, no, that was good. Um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna continue with this, but Jess, now we 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 love having you on, man. You're one of our our favorite uh, white girls to have on the podcast. <laughs> honestly thank is you I'm honored. the only white girl on that we ever had on the podcast sorry yes the last yeah. time we had jess on was for wap i know you can use me for any topic i'm very open blown out well okay so so we don't have to to leave the, the the bdsm conversation quick so quickly um was there anything else that you've kind of learned or any like um epiphanies that have happened where it's like man this is really cool or this is you know Maybe something I need to explore really before I can make my full decision um, whether I'm, I'm into this or not. Is that for me? Yeah. So, and clutch. And clutch. Okay. So for and me, I feel like mine will be a simple answer. I don't think clutches will. <laughs> um, for me, um, yeah, I'm into it, but I, I don't think I'd be into like whips. Um, There's like, levels. Like, I don't know. I don't even know. Like, even for me, I've been like looking at more and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so like, I don't think, I think as far as I go, maybe who knows? We'll see. Right. Keep you updated. But I think as of right I, now, like, if I'm I just, buy you a leather, if I buy you a leather suit for your birthday, would you <laughs> a leather suit? 
sure i'll wear it uh, <laughs> but doesn't mean like you gotta hate me with something you know what i'm saying but i can find ways around it <laughs> so so far it's good i like it and i think it's just taking it slow and we'll see what happens and to be determined <laughs> so what what kind of le- what kind of before i ask clutch what kind of levels are there like that you kind of know of as of right now okay so it's funny because i kind of like just thought i'm like maybe there's like levels of bdsm so for me i'm like i'm at the first level like just tying up little yeah. hard spanking here and there you know what i mean that's about yeah. it so i feel like first it's just the introduction maybe just even like in bed you can be submissive or not but i think introducing the straps and stuff like just even being tied down for me was hard i was like okay i can do this but it was very slow so i think like just tying thing tying people i think is the first step that's all i know if i would think about it i feel what? like the next one i don't know maybe whipping maybe the third What's, one is what? i think the fourth step would be like like the last step would be like 50 shades of gray shit personally in my opinion <laughs> i never watched that i never read i didn't book, either so I, don't I, don't know, I don't know i don't know what that means oh okay well i've never watched it either but i know the reference 50 shades of gray is just i don't even know like honestly just look i just when i think of that i just see the picture of her like fucking chained up like in fucking hit, you know like damn <laughs> i never watched the movie but in he's he sound like country getting hit <laughs> yeah that would be a sad that would be a sadism there you go Clutch is the expert here. So that's like that's like top. That's like top level. No, sadism is just. It's not so much level. It's just groups. It's, it's, groups. it's, it's more groups. Probably it's more, more groups. so of what they're like. What you're comfortable with. What yeah. you're down to do. Like like what your threshold. Like like what you're willing to basically go through. How far are you right? willing to go, Clutch? How far are you willing to go? I probably won't want to get. Actually. <laughs> 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 Probably like, <laughs> probably no pegging. That's for sure. What's pegging? Yeah. Oh, when you fuck your boyfriend, you put a strap on on and. Well, <laughs> no pegging. You, you sure? <laughs> Definitely sure. No pegging. Yeah. <laughs> no Peggy Bundy here. Okay? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm down for basically anything. Nice. Some floggles, some whips, you know. Just, just don't step on your balls. Don't Basically, step on your balls. That's Ooh. cool. If you do, I'm willing to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jess, yeah, you're one. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jess, for coming on to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. We'll uh, we'll bring you back on. I'll be waiting uh, uh, another time. I don't know when, but. Uh, yeah, we like having you on, Jess. You're cool. Thank you. You yeah. guys are pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah, girl. Uh, you, so you told me before you said you're starting your own thing though. Before you jump off, like is that anything? <laughs> Eventually, I'm doing some things online. It just inspired me, my therapy journey, everything I've been through. I just been started to talk about my story a bit more, my therapy journey, things like that. It's slow going right now, so it's nothing I'm ready to make announcement on. But eventually, I am working on like podcast or youtube definitely a blog is coming out so i will keep you posted um but it's very slow going so i actually haven't told anyone yet but you guys so and now everybody listening i know so i thought i'd save it now (laughs) in ireland so yeah okay all right cool jess appreciate you guys later thank you i'll see you guys later thanks for having me take care bye okay so this next topic what are you down for nigga by the way uh clutch had put a put a put a poll up can bdsm be used as therapy do you remember what the res- results of that was a lot of people said no 
like most of the people most of the people said no hmm. never did the research on it or whatever or it's just not something that they've even wanted to get into thought right about, so or, 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 or some, even thought about right right yeah, you never know maybe some of those people has been through it and they're like fuck that they but there was a few it. yeses so yeah there were a few yeses hmm so interesting i heard it on a podcast that it could be used as therapy actually um last week they were talking about i don't remember what they were saying but they said yeah it could be used as therapy That's i don't know very, what they're uh, saying <laughs> i don't know what they're saying man because well it was a, it was about a serial killer who was actually using um bdsm to kill his See, partners this is the part this is this is where it weirds me out because if y'all know the goat chris hansen you know chris hansen to catch a predator yep yep so there was one guy that was on there that was like um pretty much like on his way there he was calling her thinking it's the underage girl when early it's the cop and he's like hey i just want to let you know like like I'm, I'm bringing whips and stuff and she's like yeah it's okay and he's like no 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 like it, it's it's gonna hurt and i was like oh, 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 oh. no nah, this guy was this guy was crazier than that this guy would meet them online and then tell them that um um when you come to meet me you need to be completely submissive you need to get rid of your phone your bank accounts oh, and everything you're going to leave your home everything you got to leave everything <laughs> how do you leave your bank <laughs> by leaving your bank card in your car and never returning to it that was what they were doing and he got rid of all her id and everything wow and then he took her to a hotel and then this he did this to several girls and he would uh, tie them up and stuff. But one of the things they said is that you have to have a safe word and he never did a safe word. So that was like one of the broken cardinal rules of it. And he didn't make a safe word with them. And so they would just keep going. He would do like a lot of choking and stuff and then he would kill them. Yeah, but hold on, hold on. How did he get them out of the hotel then? He put them in a suitcase and put them on the luggage cart and drove them Holy to the car. Holy shit, dog. Yeah, he, that- he, was, he was crazy, yo. Some of the this first two bodies he kept in his house in a freezer. Bro, this guy Dexter. He's basically like Dexter, yo. Except he got caught, really. Well, I guess Dexter got Dexter caught. Dexter did get caught. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> it's French fries. Dokes. Dokes. <laughs> All right, That was an intense dude, bro. <laughs> Always hated him. Um, Fuck you, weirdo. <laughs> 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 oh man yo this is a this is a topic i was thinking about bro for a while i was asking me like you sure you want to talk about this bro and i say yes so let's get into this can you forgive i told you guys this was a deep episode can you forgive an absent father nope now I asked this question to my, even myself because I come from, you know, that stereotypical, I uh, never had my dad around, um, you know, God bless him at least for always paying uh, child support, but uh, I was never there. Um, and, you know, it took a toll on me as, as a kid. Um, and then even, you know, as I grew up and, and, and got a lot older, you know, it kind of just drove me to want to be the best dad that I could ever be. Um. But it's like, you know, can you like completely forgive? And, and you know, actually what, what brought it up is um, y'all know Haha Davis. Yeah. Uh, he had posted something. That's what it was actually. So Haha Davis um posted a picture of him with an older guy. And I'm like, this guy looks like like haha looks like this guy. And you know, the caption read like, 
hey, um, you know, we can move forward. The past is the past. I love you, dad. Da, da, da. And then a lot of the comments were saying things that I was thinking. It's like, well, is he? I hope it works out, but I'm just mm-hmm. hoping that he's not there for the bag. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope he's not there just because you get money now. Like, I don't know his situation. Haha, super funny, bro. He's a dope comedian. Um, you know, we, we just hope that he's not just coming back because my son's rich. Well, if you remember uh, Offset's story, he he didn't have his dad in his life either. And when he became rich, he sent his dad money. He kept telling his dad to go on tour with him and tell him that he was going to buy him a house and stuff. And his dad would often just be like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right I'm going to come check you and just never come. Why? He just took the money. He never even took the money. Wow, that's that's interesting. What? That's a different yeah. case. Hmm. Well, I don't know the whole story with it, but that's what Offset was saying. Like he always, he's like, yeah, like he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any animosity towards him. Like you know, he was he was out in the streets doing his thing, you know. Yeah. And so he he was just like always trying to bring him in, but I guess his dad just. So you know. okay, so maybe the, there's a there's a there's a sub question within the question. It's like, can you also? Like have a relationship after, because maybe you could forgive. Like I don't wake up and I'm like, oh my dad, this, you know, nigga, no. Um, but it's like, can I go eat some food with him every Friday? And and it's like to me, it's like, what are we gonna talk about? Could you? I mean, essentially, we did be it a before- lot to talk about. When was the last time you, you you saw your dad? So he actually came to my shows when I was doing the the hairspray thing. And then before that, um. He randomly one one time my uncle came to Canada, um, and my dad was in town, and then they wanted to go eat. So that was me, my brother, and my uncle and my father. And we how long, uh, how long ago was that? Wow, bro, I don't know, man. And then before that, whew, when I got in trouble, <laughs> so it's been like a couple years. So he hasn't been completely gone. Yeah, he has or he hasn't. Yeah, he's he's been around. I think you know he'll link me for for a holiday or something like that. You know, a quick text or something. But it's like, can you really have a relationship? I don't know, man. What are we gonna talk about? Like, I, the, the, I would I would want to ask the the hard questions. It's like, like what? Are you, ready, are you ready to answer? Like, no. Like what? Wait, hold on, hold on, Clutch. When was the last time you seen your dad, yo? Uh, this morning. Exactly. <laughs> when was the last time? When was the last time you seen your pops? Me? Yeah. Um, it's got to be, um, I think around, it was Christmas. Wait, was it Christmas? Or was this before COVID Christmas? What about before that? Were we locked down on Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, we've been locked down. Yeah, we were. Um, but we were technically kind of, yeah. It was just, you know, less people are allowed. Um, uh, what was I going to say? What about the time before that? Often I see them a lot of times last year, a bunch of times the year before. You know, my kids know him. They say granddad. Yeah. So yeah, like they know him. They they, they know his daughter, which is my sister, and his son. So like, yeah. No, I didn't see them on Christmas. She came and dropped presents on Christmas. We seen them. She through the summer. My sister. Right. Through the summer, and we've seen them. They, they they do they do family things. They try to do family things all the time, actually. But recently, because before we never like when I was here and I was like in elementary school, 
Um, I used to go to my dad's all the time, go spend Where? weekends there and stuff. And you know, all he that absent. No, not then. And you have to remember on, on my family, my mom and my mom's sister married, well, had kids with my dad and my dad's brother, right? So even even if I don't see my dad at, at my at my at like a thing with me and him, I would see him with my cousins all the oh, time. So it's like because, family, family. Yeah, because you know, his my cousins that's his, their uncle. So I would see them at family stuff too. So yeah, in the beginning, he wasn't really absent. I was there all the time. I used to see him all the time. And then after a while, it was like nothing. Mm. Like, you know, and it was been like years. What, what then, year, at what age in your life was that? Where it kind see. of stopped? It was probably around, uh, I want to say grade seven, eight mm. type of thing. Now, that could have been a high school thing because... I don't even remember seeing my mom in high school. So yeah. <laughs> there's, there's that part, but like, yeah. So all that, all through college, all through that. And recently, maybe like, uh, five, six years ago, he's really started doing, uh, trying to come around more and seeing the kids. And we've been, had the relationship been pretty much on the way back. So a bunch of stuff. So maybe, yeah, maybe you can. And my girls always, you know, told me to, you know, reach out and stuff. And it's like, ah, sure. But I don't know how we going to connect, man. It's, it's as such a long time where it's like, you know, at least, you know, you, you had that foundation of going there every week or whatever. So even if there was a break, you know, at least you had something to remember, but it's like, if you had nothing to go off of, how do you then start something that, that, that part to me is just, yeah, that would, that would be hard, but like, you could, you know, you start with a conversation like, yeah. how much does he really know about you? Um, there you go. That's that's a lot to talk about right I don't right know there. how much I know about him, right? So There you go. So he has questions for you. You have questions for him. Oh, I'm, I'm going to call him right now, brother. Call him. Uh, call, call him. him, right him right tell him to send him the Zoom link. <laughs> tell him to send him the Zoom link. <laughs> yeah, give me. You all right? Come on. Oh, your mother. All right, man. You good? All right. I call you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so would you would you pursue so you wouldn't pursue a relationship by the way you're you're sounding? Ah, uh, no. No? Nah. It's, what if he came to you and said, Yo, listen, I want to I want to I want to fix things. Like you're you're you have a you have a niece, right? Yeah. Does he involved with his, his grandkids? A different father. Still, it's a different father. He doesn't know him at all. Nah, no, no, they don't no. know each other. Like they, they know that each other like lives, but they don't like care. They never, <laughs> never had a conversation before. No, oh, when, he, when he came by, it was to see me and my my uh, my other brother. So, if you were to have, does he have any grandkids right now? Does he? Yeah, yeah, he got kids. So, but they don't, they don't, they don't, does he have grandkids? Yeah. I, I, from my mom told me, I believe so, but I've never met them. I don't, I'm pretty sure they don't know that I exist. I was going to, that you exist. They don't know we exist. I was going to say like, if you have grand, when you have kids, you're going to be like, yo, this is your grandkids, bro. I don't know, bro. Like why? For what? I don't know. For what? What we gonna what like what I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let him take my grandkids 
to his house and then his wife says who are these kids <laughs> what you got more <laughs> <laughs> she don't know about me she don't know if the mom's on the, the, the she don't know about me but my bro so so obviously that must have been traumatizing for you because you're saying that you would want um you having kids you you said earlier that you would strive to make you a better better father of course one woman, one man. Who said that? Isn't that a Bob Marley song? No. Yeah, man, it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so do you, so you think, wow. um, see, this is why I always get confused with uh, a lot of stuff going on. People say um, not having my dad made me be a better father, right? Mm. And some people say um, not having my dad made me be a shitty father. Which one is it? I guess. Oh shit! I was no woman, person. no cry. My bad. Anyway, yeah. so you know what I mean. Clutch, yeah. you think having both? You've had both your parents the whole time, right? Yeah. Do you think that really um, influenced the way you parent in terms of being a father? I would say yeah, because growing up, because <clears throat> uh, I was born in Trinidad, obviously. Uh, when I was born, my dad left me and my mom to come to Canada. And for like, yeah. for the longest while, I like pretty much like hated him for that. But yeah. not, like, not until I was like 21, like, we, like there was like how, a how long, trip. how long before he brought you up? Uh, maybe like a year or two years after maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, but how old were you when he left? Uh, like two. Mm. Uh, so like, I think I was like 21. He's like, he's like, oh, the reason why it was because to basically like give you and your mom like a better life. Yeah. Like growing up, like I never saw it that way. It was kind of just more like a from when you were two, you hated him like that. Yep. Wow. And like obviously with their schedule being busy, like they never got to basically like see me basically like be a kid more or less. Yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. Sports games by myself, anything yeah. to do with like anything. It was like basically like me. So like that kind of makes me want to always be able to be there for my kid and yeah. basically like just be there to support her no matter what. So I guess in a sense, like it kind of helped me want to be a better for like be more uh, like in my kid's life. Because, yeah, but see, it's 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 different where it's like, you know, with me, it's because uh, I didn't have it. So I want to do more. It's like you're, you're saying you kind of really didn't see it as much. So now you want to do more. Right. So, yeah. um, which is interesting because it's like, Arliss, did you did you see it even through your mom and your stepfather, their relationship that kind of guided you to how you want to raise your children? absolutely not <laughs> i've already thought about leaving six times today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, see hey everybody listening see how low he said that because she didn't, actually, she didn't say that loud Pussy. <laughs> but for real though like i don't think it um really what do you mean? I say that stuff to them all the time. I say to I'm leaving. I'm going again. <laughs> what do you think? Daddy, where are you going? I don't know, but I ain't coming back. <laughs> Blocking your numbers, nigga. Get out of here. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, they'll look at me and they'll be like, you're just going to the store. Yeah. Damn, you caught me. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, when I had my first kid, 
I was like, I didn't want to, uh, it was a part in the relationship where I used to think to myself, like, I don't care. I'm not going to leave because I need to be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? For yeah. my kid. And then eventually you realize that if you don't, if you're, it's not, if it's not, if you're not happy, then there's no point. There's no point. You're not going to be a good father and not be happy. You know what I mean? Being miserable. You know how a lot of um, Jamaican Caribbean families have the miserable fathers, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's like. Even the miserable moms too. Ooh, see a lot oh, of miserable Oh man. Moms. So when you have those miserable parents, you don't, you don't want to be like that, right? Yeah. So that's, that's how, that's, that's how it was at first. And then now I'm just like, you know, I do it my way. Mm. The thing is, I don't agree with how anybody else parents their kids, so I can't really say that it influenced me one way. You don't, you don't agree with how everybody else parents their kids. Anybody else? What do you mean you don't agree with it? Well, it's not my place to do right. anything. I don't have to take their um, ways into my home, right? You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. completely agrees with the way another person parents their kid. Everybody yeah, yeah. is just like, well, that, why yeah. would you do it that way? Hmm. You know what I mean? So when I start kicking out my four kids, I was going to be like, okay, that's your first one, bro. You sure you want uh, no more? All right. Bro. You're wild. I mean, kids are cool, you know. Kids are all right. Just when they start, bad. just like on the uh, last episodes, when they, when they start to pay back all the bills that you've had to take care of. Everything. Yeah, I don't know. Kids are cool. I, I always joke about it and stuff, but, you know. We, me and my girl were talking about it the other day and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, being a dad's cool. Like, it's not like, it's not like it's the worst thing ever, ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I still don't like kids, but. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Thank you for listening. Wait, I got to end it off on a good one, but you know, I love my kids. There we go. <laughs> I've been trying to change that narrative. You read remember? that script just now. We just seen your eyes move. It's, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you for listening it's a serious business the not so it's Arliss is writing in the notes i love my kid <laughs> serious business that's a serious podcast appreciate everybody for listening make sure that you follow us on all of our social media platforms kr twitter which is at serious business underscore pod our instagram which is at serious business podcast make sure that you spell business b-i-z-n-e-s-s our youtube it is serious biz hit us up like it do all those great things and do everything that we talked about um shouting out adrian he's gonna kill it with jamaica to learning about people pegging and just getting super freaky all the way to arliss showing his admiration for all of his children that he loved so very much and loved them all differently and equally <laughs> differently right yeah we really hope that you take us seriously but at the same time we hope that you don't or you really should actually this is a good episode so that's the episode thank you for listening and we out like three strikes bang 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 <laughs>